Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. So I titled this sermon, Whatever Became of Civility. How many of you are familiar with a, a TV drama called Blue Bloods? Well, Blue Bloods is about an Irish-American uh, family uh, in New York, and there are four generations that are in the, the uh, family. And um, everyone in the family, at least the adults, are all involved in law enforcement in one way or another. Uh, the oldest, the patriarch, uh, Pop, was a former police commissioner, and his son, Francis, is the current police commissioner, and, his, and Francis is sons, one is a, a sergeant and the other is a, de- a detective. And his daughter is an assistant district attorney. So when they get together every Sunday for dinner, and if you're not there on Sunday, you have to be deathly ill or out of the country. So, so they get together every Sunday for dinner, and of course, they, they always plan not to talk shop, but then they always talk shop. So they get into these big arguments, and sometimes they get rather heated. And what always happens is that Pop, who's the oldest and the patriarch, finally steps in and says, let's keep it civil. Let's keep it civil. So I've been thinking a lot about about that, about civility. I was up in uh, Northern California about two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, to see my daughters and my, two of my grandchildren. So my daughter, Sarah, who is a uh, social worker, um, was there, and I said, Sarah, explain to me what artificial intelligence is. And she says, well, this is the way I understand it, that if you ask artificial intelligence a question, it will scour the internet and come up with an answer for you. So um, I did that, and artificial intelligence gave me a definition of civility. Now, I'm also wondering, You know how we put quotes around when people say something, we put quotes around it? Should we put quotes around something that artificial intelligence says? Think about that for a minute. I am. Here's the definition from from none other than an artificial intelligence. Civility is politeness, respect, courteous behavior in social interaction, treating others with kindness and consideration even when there are differences of opinion and disagreements, civility fosters a harmonious and and respectful society. So, of course, using artificial intelligence, I had to ask it what incivility was. And incivility, uh, by this artificial intelligence, says that incivility is rude, discourteous, impolite behavior, often characterized by a lack of consideration of civility toward others. 
Well, we don't have to look very far around these days, around our, our country and around our world, maybe even in our families, on television, everywhere we look to see that there's an awful lot of incivility going on. Every level of politics, we see incivility, from screaming insults and heckling during legislative campaigns, and even during the president's State of the Union address that was heckling toward him and what he was saying. We have witnessed this absurd name, what is it with name calling in politics? Everybody gets a name now, usually an offensive name. And we see such childish behavior, especially in politics, that's reminiscent of bullies on the playground. Lately, we've seen legislators and their families threatened because they just didn't vote the way they should have. We see incivility in school board and homeowners association meetings. How many of you are in a homeowner association? Yeah. We see some incivility there too. We see it in sporting events. We see it in road rage. Social media and the internet have run amok with incivility where one can find any and all means of disrespect and hateful video and rhetoric. I've had the good fortune of being around people who live by that spirit that Nancy read us about from Galatians, people in the churches I have served. I should also mention uh, this stole. You know how stoles are never even? I, had a, um, I knew of a minister friend who, before he preached, his wife would come up to the pulpit, straighten his stole and his tie, and then she'd go back and sit down. So I apologize. And the reason I mentioned the stole is uh, on Tuesday, I will be recognizing my 47th anniversary of my ordination. Thank you. And this was the very first stole that I received. It was made by a member of my congregation. My first, in my first church, she was the choir director. And I wonder whether she, she's still living. And I wonder if she, I should write to her and tell her that I wore her stole today. So I've been fortunate enough to see people in the congregations I serve who really do live out this spirit that, that Nancy was talking about and what, what the writer of Galatians, probably Paul, was talking about as well. I had an older couple. I remember their names were Ken and Lurleen. Have you ever heard the name Lurleen before? You have, yeah. Well, they used to welcome homeless people into their house and would house them until they found a way to get out on their own. This was an older, older couple. They would do this. Then there was the church usher I had, one of my churches who would greet every visitor who would come in, would be greeted by this man, and he would usher them to their seat and make sure that they were close enough to be able to hear the sermon and the music. I had another older couple who were so generous to the church that the IRS audited them every year because they couldn't believe that they were actually giving that much to the church and they audited their tax returns. 
Then there was the moderator who bravely stepped in to an argument between two board members that almost led to a fist, fist fight. And I, can, I kid you not, their hands were like this. They were ready to, to do battle. There was a little bit of incivility there, don't you think? So why does it seem so hard to be civil these days? To be, curious, to be courteous, to be respectful, to be kind, to be considerate. Now one could say, well, it's just in our sinful nature to treat others with disrespect and unkindness and without compassion. But I have to say that just doesn't work for me. I have one theory, and I'm sure there are many theories about why we see so much incivility these days. I think we behave uncivilly and disrespectfully toward one another because we are afraid. We are afraid of appearing weak. We're afraid of appearing naive or foolish. We're afraid of making mistakes and being wrong. Maybe we're afraid of losing. We're afraid of people taking advantage of us. Frankly, unfortunately, I think we're just flat afraid of each other. Have we become so used to the incivility around us that we almost expect it from one another? All that does is lead to distrust and suspicion and anxiety so that walking, we're walking through life on eggshells just waiting to be abused. As people of faith, we're called to a different standard, a standard based upon the fruits of the Spirit that Paul talked about in this letter to the people of Galatia. Maybe living by love and by patience and gentleness and generosity is naive. Maybe we will appear foolish and maybe we'll be taken advantage of. Yet, as the saying goes, nothing is so strong as gentleness, and nothing is so gentle as real strength. Maybe we can make the world a better place, even if only just a little bit, for someone who needs to be loved and respected and cared for and maybe just listen to. I imagine Paul knew that living by the Spirit would not be easy. Heaven knows there's plenty in this world to be afraid of. More than enough to cause otherwise civil people to act as if they aren't. Our call today and every day is to live by the standard Paul wrote about and the standard by which Jesus lived, to love, respect, and care for one another as we would ask to be cared for ourselves. In living such a life, we can shed God's light into those fearful, dark places in our world, knowing that we will never do that alone. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. 
You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online dash giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.